I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gonokurnai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone. I hope you are going well this week. And I am definitely excited to unpack today's episode as this is something that I did a bit of research on during the week as it was occurring to me and it totally pivoted my whole mindset around it and I thought what a better way to dive into it than to go against the grain and understand how this is a positive thing and how we can reframe our mind to understand when triggers and challenges come up, we don't always have to look at them in negative light. We can always find a silver lining. We can always switch it to find a positive. This is how we can do it. I haven't done a bit of a weekly update or I haven't been keeping you up to date with my comfort zone challenge and I sort of dropped off with that on Instagram because to be honest, not a lot of you guys are contributing and I feel yeah, like sometimes it's just, just going at a steady pace and we haven't always got time to jump into challenges and do things that are really scary. Like sometimes we're just out here surviving and I get that. It's kind of how I felt the last few weeks. I've definitely been pushing myself and really diving into new projects and stuff. However, I've kind of been in hiatus mode as much as it doesn't appear like it. If you are a social media follower or a friend of mine, it's like I'm actually really trying to keep myself in a bit of a bubble and that's just the way I'm protecting my own energy at the moment. I've kind of been pushing through some new ideas and when I have a bit of a breakdown or a bit of a low moment, which can happen and it's normal to happen, I get a huge energy boost of new ideas and new strengths and I've kind of gone through that recently. So one pivotal moment for me was I caught up with a friend a couple weekends ago or last weekend and she just reignited this flame within me of all my passion and all my dreams and she literally said these words. She goes, Liz, you need to dream bigger and sometimes I, I shallow myself because I think I'm already unrealistic and I think I'm already dreaming too big. So this is how it's going to connect to today's episode. But when given that permission by somebody else to be like, you need to dream bigger, I was like, okay, she's right. I am limiting myself right now and it's not doing me any good because I need to break through the cycle. I need to break through the shell and keep on pushing towards what I'm working towards. As simple as downloading TikTok during the week was something super outside my comfort zone, something I guess I haven't prioritized as it's been trending the last few years. I kind of just perceived it to be a waste of time. And then this friend who also reminded me of how much I need to dream bigger was like, you need to get on TikTok. That's going to help you with your business. That's going to help you with your brand. You need to get yourself out there. And I'm like, I thought I'm already getting myself out there, but clearly not. Clearly there's so much more to be doing. So 
I caved and I downloaded TikTok. So you can go and follow me. That would be great because it's so scary for me. But it's just a.s.interior, same as my Instagram. And I'm, at the moment, like there's not much fresh content. I'm kind of just recycling my Instagram reels because why not? That's what I did outside my comfort zone this week. Well, the main thing anyway. The whole week it's kind of just flown by and oh like I had a meeting a couple of meetings and stuff this week that were kind of I don't know like I guess with this journey that I'm on not much actually scares me anymore not much feels outside my comfort zone I don't get that nervous for things anymore which is amazing and I'm so glad I'm at this point but I have to remind myself that the things I'm doing are nerve-wracking to other people so yeah I had a big couple of meetings this week which are kind of exciting but can't say too much about yet but anyway Let's get into the episode and and I'm going to get back into the comfort zone challenge this week. So if you're listening, please be a little bit vulnerable with yourself and head over to the Instagram at catch me outside my comfort zone pod, slide into my DMs and let me know what you're doing this week outside your comfort zone. And I'm always open, by the way, reach out and message me on, on that Instagram or on AS Interior and connect like let's let's chat like tell me what's going on tell me like how you're finding the podcast what things you're doing outside your comfort zone what's been inspiring you like I love to connect with you guys and recently I have had some people reach out to me and send me like a cute little voice memo and that stuff means a lot to me you have no idea like there's a lot of flies on the walls of our lives you have no idea but it's one of those things that the power of a message can really make someone's day as short and simple as it can be like just hearing from you guys is what pushes me to keep going and makes me realize I'm out here achieving exactly what I wanted to with this podcast by inspiring minimum one person and to think that we're 13 episodes in and like to hear how much I've inspired more people than just one means so much to me and that's the intention behind it and to connect with you guys just makes it even better so please feel free to hit me up. I'd love to connect with you guys and I'd love to hear from you. And always let me know if there's something that you enjoyed in a podcast that you want me to go deeper on or do a whole episode on, please let me know and I will definitely do that. So, okay, let's get into today's episode. You guessed it. As the title reads, we're talking about imposter syndrome. Now, some people might not be familiar with this term, so I thought it's best to just give a bit of a definition so that you can grasp what it means and if it relates to you or not. So the definition of imposter syndrome is the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own effort or skills. So people who suffer from imposter syndrome may be really anxious and really insecure because they don't actually think they're good enough for what they've achieved even though they have totally deserved it because they've worked hard or they are smart or they are capable of this. We can all fall into this trap of thinking we don't deserve it. We're just lucky. We're just a fraud. This is just default. And especially it's hard to celebrate wins like this when you might have people in your life who are going through really tough things, who seem to miss out on opportunities, who seem to have shit always going wrong in their life and you just seem to be winning and thriving and it's like you don't feel like you deserve that because there's so many people who aren't experiencing that and you just feel guilt basically. So this episode is going to teach you that 
that's not what imposter syndrome needs to feel like. Instead, it's about pivoting and understanding that imposter syndrome is actually built on the society and environment that we are immersed in. It's not our fault that something has made us feel guilty or made us feel undeserving. It's actually the environment's that we're raised in. Now, this was what really teached my mind to swap over to that thought because of the podcast I listened to this week and the reading I did on it because I was experiencing it myself was imposter syndrome is something we need to stop telling women that they're experiencing. And I'm not just generalizing by women. This is just what came up in these podcasts I listened to. But instead, we need to change the environment that we are in as a society so that women don't feel so out of place when they are succeeding. Let's just say you walk into a room and you don't feel like you belong because you don't look like everybody else. That's how imposter syndrome can can come on to you because you're looking around thinking, what am I doing here? I don't look like these people. I don't talk like these people, but somehow I've made it into this room. And we're so quick to be like, oh, I don't deserve this. I don't belong here. I don't fit in. But it's actually like, hang on a minute. We need to be the change and the empowerment. If that's us, that's it's happening to, we need to celebrate that and empower more people to become that so that the room diversifies. Is that a word? Wow, please tell me it is. It is a word. Quickly Googled it. But that's right. We need to enlarge the group of differentiation that appears in a room defined as a successful place to be. Also, imposter syndrome definitely comes from a place of feeling fearful of failing. And that is when you have taken that leap and it seems to be going pretty good and sometimes too good to be true. And we think that anything's just going to go wrong at any point because it's all just happening too easily. It's happening just like, oh my God, I didn't think that taking this leap, it would all work out. I thought I was just going to fail and I thought no one would care and and it's working and people are acknowledging me and people are celebrating me. What? Like, I don't deserve this. Like, this is all just luck. But it's about actually realizing that you've taken this leap, you've done something really brave and the universe will always reward the brave and making sure that you reflect. I think that's the best part to do to reflect on your journey because you then can see all the highs and all the lows and all the growth you've made to get to where you are because you didn't just, it didn't just happen overnight as much as it like feels like you blinked and here you are. It's a journey and we all know that and It's something to remind yourself when you look at somebody else's life who is in a successful position, whatever that definition of success really is, and you need to understand that that didn't happen overnight to them. I guess one in a million people win the lottery overnight and bang, their life changes forever, and that can be seriously imposter syndrome, like ding, ding, ding right there. But that person does deserve that. That's what going to happen to them in their lifetime and amazing like celebrate that win for them there's so many things that we just need to focus back on in our own lane and just understand that everyone's journey is different and and their win is worthy of being celebrated and so is yours so I thought let's be a bit vulnerable here and and express why I've been experiencing imposter syndrome ever since I started my career I've worked on the construction and the building side of the design industry. So I'm very immersed in that. I see a lot of construction sites. I deal with a lot of tradespeople, suppliers. To be quite blunt, I deal with a lot of men and a lot of older men. A few years ago when this was all just beginning and I would be 
in a room talking in front of a group of men, basically saying like, you know, you guys need to be working on this or you need to keep me updated with this, like literally in a meeting, in a toolbox meeting and just standing up the front and speaking in front of them like as a 21-year-old woman, like terrifying. I would be literally shaking. To have that respect by a lot of men is something I didn't ever think would happen. And I don't know if that's just, I was just blessed with the environment I was in and the people that were in it, or I just had the confidence that people actually trusted what I had to say. I don't know. Again, this is where the imposter syndrome can really spiral because I was just like, what am I doing in this room? Why are they all listening to me? Like, I'm not a man. Like, you know, don't take what I'm saying so seriously, but they did. And I was, and I've had to learn that I do know, I do have the experience and I do have the confidence and the knowledge. And it's taken years to get to where I am from university to working in companies, to dealing with these people, to then now be doing it on my own. I've grown so much and I've made mistakes and I've definitely had my fair share of copped feedback, criticism, and it, you name it, like had it so it's one of those things I have to give myself a bit of credit for and be like sis like you you definitely deserve to be where you are because you've had to go through the trenches to get there and in relation to all this recently somebody reached out to me and basically it was like you know like I've I've been watching what you've been doing for the last few years and I see where you are now I see all your stuff on Facebook I see everything you're doing I've got an opportunity for you and you know I had this meeting like I was discussing before and to think of how much this person knew of me and I had no idea who they were from a bar of soap and I was just like what do you mean you want me to come and do this like what do you mean how do you what like I'm this young woman just out here winging it what it feels like and you're you see so much potential in me and you've been watching from a distance and I'm just like whoa you never realize that what you're doing out there and how you're showing up is impressing people who might not ever, ever reach out and tell you or give you an opportunity. But this was just something that I just was so taken aback by. And after the meeting, I almost was emotional because I just didn't think I was deserving of it. And it's something I've just had to sit with for the last couple of days and be like, what the hell is going on? am I ready for this? And all this stuff is going on in my head. So yeah, it's just one of those things that can come up really unexpectedly in really unexpected environments. But I'm going to unpack it a bit more so that we can deal with imposter syndrome in a positive way. Because after what I've just said, it's like, why why do you feel so shit about it? Like, why do you feel like you need a spiral? Like, just embrace this and be like, hang on a minute. There's a reason why this is actually happening because I haven't acknowledged my own worth and my own skills. And that's something that I need to be better at. So let's figure that out. Given the research of how common imposter syndrome is, I'm sure this episode is going to relate to a lot of people and to have already listened to a couple episodes myself this week and realize how common it is. Let me just give you a fact that I've found. 82% of people actually suffer from imposter syndrome at one point or another in any area of their life and it can be quite damaging to someone's confidence and to their career. So we really need to unpack this and, and see how we can quickly understand that Imposter syndrome isn't something to to really immerse yourself in. It's really just like a passing wave that we need to acknowledge, process and be like, okay, why do I feel like this and how can we change it? 
So the first thing to acknowledge is that there's so many other people out there experiencing this and you're not alone. You're not the only one feeling like this. So be vulnerable and express this to people and tell them how you feel. And even if it's telling the person that's maybe really putting you up on this pedestal and you don't feel like you deserve that, say to them, I know you've given me this opportunity or you think so highly of me, but I'm just going to let you know I'm really struggling to accept that. I'm struggling to accept the compliment or the promotion or even like in a relationship, I guess people might struggle to accept the love that they're receiving from a partner who's a good partner when they might be coming from an experience of toxic relationships. So they can start to feel this imposter syndrome like, well, I don't deserve this. I've never experienced this before. And you need to express that to the person who is on the journey with you so that they know how you feel and that you're not, I guess, because especially if you're not accepting a compliment or something, that can maybe offend somebody else who's trying to give it to you. I definitely know in the past when I've been, when I've been with people and I'm trying to like boost them and be like, I see, I see so much potential in you and I like love you who for who you are. And I, you know, when you want to really, yeah, like hype that person up and they just can't take it on and they just so quick for like the negative like response, like, no, I'm not that good or no, I'm like this. And they just literally cannot see how good they are. It's like heartbreaking to watch. So it's important to express to those people like that back and forth, like unpack it and be like, I don't know why I have this esteem, but I want you to know that's how I'm feeling and just be gentle with me. Like I, I get overwhelmed with the praise basically. The second thing I've kind of realized is we experience a lot of imposter syndrome when we have come from a very privileged place. White privilege is a real thing. And when you do see how much negativity is going on in the world and then you see like the life that's in front of you, it can be really absurd to celebrate that when there is so much nonsense going on around you. And it's one of those things that it's toxically positive to, I guess, celebrate. It's just weird. It's a weird world that we live in. It's, I guess, a matter of being like glass half empty, glass half full. And you can only control what you can control. And it's just goes without saying that, of course, there's always going to be someone worse off than you. And there's always going to be someone better off than you. And so a matter of staying in your own lane and in your own embodiment is really important so that you can acknowledge your win, but acknowledge that there is still a lot going on in the world and that you can do what you can do to help that. But at the same time, there's just some things in life that are going to be unfair and are going to be really cruel. And we all just have to acknowledge that and accept it as fucked as that is to say. I guess there's just there's always something to be grateful for amongst that and and to take a step back and look around you and look at where there is beauty in the world and where there is beauty in life and romanticizing as much as you can. It sounds so privileged, I know, but it's pretty much the only way to I guess block out everything else because it's not going to do you any good to focus on all that negativity when there is so much beauty right in front of you and that's what you really need to focus on. 
as hard as it can be to switch your mindset if you've always been somebody who's glass half empty it can be really hard but it's just a matter of like again letting that be a drifting thought and be like I'm so aware that there's so much else going on in the world but look what's right in front of me I have to just absorb this and appreciate what I've got gratitude is so powerful the third thing is perfectionism and I'm not a perfectionist at all and if you know me you know that I'm not I actually don't couldn't give a flying fuck about a lot of things and I've never been a perfectionist at school not even at really at uni but when it comes to my work I'm very particular about high quality and detail but there's a lot of things that I'm just like oh whatever like life is going by too fast to hold on to every little tiny detail and be a perfectionist about it and I guess that's where a lot of other people think oh you know like we're we're our own worst critics and I definitely am in some instances but by being your own worst critic you will never be content or satisfied with your level of achievement because you're such a perfectionist and you will never just think that you're good enough because you could do better and that's something that is a behavior that needs to be slowly unlearned because like I said, life is going by too quickly to focus on every tiny little detail that is pretty irrelevant and just surrender and go with the flow because holding on to everything is just going to, again, build up this anxiety that you're never never going to be good enough and never going to be successful enough or content with what you're doing. And you have to take a step back and just like, again, reflect on how far you've come and be like, fuck, I'm actually pretty good. Like I've done a lot of work and I'm a lot I've like, if I look back on what I used to create or do and where I am now it's like wow I I am really talented so whilst your perfectionism might be I guess a mindset thing it's definitely something that needs to be worked on so that you can start to appreciate your worth and similarly to that it is also being kind to yourself even if you know that you aren't producing your best you aren't being your best for everyone around you be kind to yourself and give yourself some grace because you are doing, I'm sure you are doing your best that you can be doing for where you are and with what's going on. So be gentle and be graceful, be patient and be honest. If you aren't feeling like you're contributing a hundred percent, you need to express that. Again, I remember at my old job when I used to just have so much on my plate that I would break down and be like, I need to delegate, I need help, I need some things taken off my plate because it's not that I can't do it all, like I love the variety of work, but it's right now, I can't give 100% to all of that and it's breaking me and I, I need to be gentle and I need to be kind to myself. So you need to understand that I need help and that is a really vulnerable thing to do, but it's so important because if you're not giving hundred percent you're not going to be feeling a hundred percent and you're not going to be kind to yourself in that so speak up about that that sort of thing now let's get into a bit of hype up and empowerment I think it's really important to journal about what is a big win or a little win in your life if you feel like you can't share that with others because you don't want to seem big-headed you don't want to seem egotistical you don't want to seem like you're bragging or being cocky and I actually also think sometimes we feel guilty for telling people about our wins when, like I've mentioned earlier today, some people aren't having a good time and then they're not getting what they want and they're not having success in particular areas of their life. They're the last person you're going to tell 
something positive to you and, and some people you can tell like can be one of your closest friends or family members and you can tell them something that is so exciting for you and means so much to you and they just might not give a fuck because they're so in their own world that they can't realize how big of a win that is to you and again that'll start to make you spiral and and feel this imposter syndrome come on because you don't feel like you're deserving of it because other people don't think it that big of a deal but it is to you and so acknowledge it for yourself and and celebrate your own win I'm a hundred percent a celebrator in everything in life like I love to celebrate moments in life because why the fuck not there is so much to be celebrating when it's someone's birthday and they're like oh I don't really like my birthday it's like you're on earth another 365 days why aren't you celebrating that you have no idea how lucky you are and when something happens for me in work, that is something that I'm driving towards so much in life. I'm so career focused. That's just what lights me up. It's not a matter of being toxically hustling. It's a matter of this is what I'm here to do. And the fact that it's my work is just a fact. It's not what I'm trying to bury myself in. It's just this is what I'm I love to do. So when I have like big wins, little wins, celebrating a milestone of hitting a project target or being experienced X amount of years or getting a destination project or whatever it might be, like I'm always manifesting these things. And some people don't really think that's a big deal, but to me, I'm like, that's a big deal. Like I've always wanted that. And I've got it. Like, but I, I don't feel like I can share that with a lot of people because they just, it's not something that they want in their life so to them it doesn't really that mean that much and they're not going to give me the validation and appraise that I appraisal that I want so I've got to celebrate that in my own space and you will find people who will be in your corner and celebrate those things with you so definitely when you find them celebrate it with them but get out your journal and be like you know, this week was amazing because I ticked off this huge goal. Like I finally got this, this came to fruition or I've been really struggling with this, but I feel like I've come out the other end now and I'm going to celebrate this like because I'm really proud of myself. By sitting there, sitting down with yourself and acknowledging your journey, acknowledging your achievement, it's a way of combating that imposter syndrome because no one else is there with you. There's no one else in the room there's no one else in your mind no one else is going to see what you're writing down like sometimes I literally write in my journal go off sis like look how you are fucking thriving like I have to write these things down because it's like another person telling me but it's actually me in my own mind to remind myself of how much I am doing compared to where I've been so it's like you are the only one in that moment and it's okay to be as affirming of yourself as you need to be to empower yourself, to remind yourself that you are deserving, you are worthy, you are enough for this. Journaling is so, so powerful and I really encourage you to do it as wanky as it might feel and as, I don't know, big-headed as that might be, like it's your space, it's your safe space with yourself and, and getting to know yourself and your mind. I can't believe sometimes when I'm journaling and the stuff I write out and I read back and like, wow, that doesn't even feel like it's come from me. It's actually like you are, if you've read the book, The Power of Now, they talk about how there's like you and your mind are two different people. And it's really true, especially when you journal, you really see that evidently. Again, when it comes to like knowing who to celebrate your wins with, that's when having a mentor or a really supportive manager in your life is pivotal because those people are going to celebrate the win with you because the 
they're quite frankly going to be someone above you. And like I've said in previous episodes, they're never going to criticize you because they're out there doing more than you and and they want to take you along on that journey and show you how to get to where they've gotten to. But again, they were once you. So they know what it's like to be where you are and just how easy it can be to get to where they are when when you've got the right support network around you. So finding those people who will celebrate the wins with you not knock you down, not criticize you, not judge you because they're doing less than you. It's the people who are doing more. Surround yourself in a room full of those people. Find your mentors in your life. And even if it's just having a really good relationship with a cousin that lives far away, or I'm very grateful my parents are like my business shareholders, (laughs) like not literally, but just I always take things to them and say, so this opportunity has come up. I need to vocalize this because I can't make the decision on my own. I think I know what I want, but I need your input. And at the end of the day, if they say something I disagree with, then I'll go make the decision based on my own opinion. But it's really great to have people in your life that can give you honest opinions. But also remember, you're the only one that needs to make the decision. Don't let anyone else make it for you. But just having a room that has support around you, really make the most of that because collaboration and communication is really critical in life as a human, I've learned. So honestly, indulge on that if you've got it around you. And if you don't have it around you, I'll be there for you. Please, please know that I'll be there for you if you don't feel like you have anyone else to share these things with. I don't want you to be like, locked away just thinking you can't tell the world this exciting news I'll be there with you so please know that (laughs) I think the coolest thing to come from imposter syndrome is to know that we're feeling uncomfortable and when we're feeling uncomfortable we're outside our comfort zone which means we're growing we're up leveling and that's a good thing it always is is always going to be a good thing So if you're starting to feel this little bit of fear and this little bit of nervousness that you've got this imposter syndrome coming on to you, actually realize that you're growing, you're doing good things, you're doing big things and the universe is going to reward you. So just be brave, just embrace it, say yes, yes to the imposter syndrome and move through it. It's like when we get this negative voice in our head, it's like acknowledge that it's there and be like, hey there, I can see that you're here, but we're not going to listen to you. We can acknowledge that you're here, you're in the room, but we're not going to listen to you. We're force fielding ourselves from you and we're going to move through this empowered. We're going to take this and be like, okay, we're up leveling. Let's give everything we can to this new level. Because the longer we sit in the imposter syndrome, it's like sitting on the cusp of your comfort zone. You're about to fly. You just don't realize it. But I want to give you some of my own mental advice that I've been giving myself to overcome what I've been going through the last couple of weeks. I did a post on this during last week and it was a piece of advice for when you're feeling the fear of failing. So number one is find what grounds you. This is really important to know what it is that will instantly ground you and go and find that. If you're not quite sure, you need to start immersing yourself in different experiences and different environments so that you can figure out what grounds you, whether that's going for a walk, whether that's going and having a sauna, whether that's reading a book. For me, going to the beach 
and I like to not only like get my feet in the sand or in on the grass if that's what really needs to ground me but there's a spot I go to and it's in the reel when I posted this of a beach lookout and it's just this abundance of abyss of ocean for decades <laughs> um like I live on the eastern coast of Victoria so this is just like Bass Strait whatever it is Bass Strait anyway and I go there and I just look out there and everything else vanishes from my from my mind I look out there and I just feel so much more perspective I, I just think look at the life there is out there there's so much unknown and what's going on in my inner world is I don't want to say minimal because it's not but look at what else there is out there it's just a matter of I guess stepping outside your own life and realizing there is so much else out there so what's going on in with you right now is just a blip kind of like it might be a really big deal but it might be just a bit of a blip of feeling that you're going through so grounding yourself puts everything to perspective and doing it as instantaneously as you can when you feel the feelings come up and just releasing it first piece of advice tip number two is reminding yourself that the only competition or competitors is you your past you it's really important to just stay in your own lane and not only to stay in your own lane but the barriers on either side of it they need to be high they need to be untouchable you can't really let anyone else in and that's why when I say I'm having a hiatus it's like my barriers are just really high and they're not necessarily boundaries they're just barriers to protect me and you're like you are in control of that whether you have this mental force field or not like setting yourself in your lane and locking everyone else out mentally is pretty much the best way to move forward and what everyone else is doing is quite frankly irrelevant and what you're doing to everyone else again is quite frankly irrelevant so just keep focusing on your own lane it's such an overused saying but it is the damn truth because you're on your timeline and everyone else is on theirs and you just need to forget about it sometimes when you've got so much else going on number three is one of my favorites if it wasn't meant for you you wouldn't have the opportunity and it's very true because I guess imposter syndrome comes up when we're experiencing something we don't think we deserve and opportunities come to us, relationships come to us, whatever it is, and we're thinking, shit, this has come out of nowhere. How come I get this? How come I deserve this? Well, to be quite honest with you, the opportunities come up for a reason and you've got to take it now or someone else will. It's actually really true that I've read a book about it. It's called Big Magic. If you have an idea come to you, let's just say a business idea, if you don't ever act on that, someone else will be like that idea will be taken off you metaphorically and given to somebody else and they will go and action it this happens to me all the time all the time I've like you know had a business idea or seen an opportunity and just been like oh my god imagine that and then someone else goes and does it like within two weeks sometimes it's wild so when those ideas come to you begin the journey take the action otherwise someone else will go and do it and you'll be kicking yourself when you see somebody else go and do it because you could probably have done it better you would have done it better you know that number four it's okay to take a break whether it be from work 
whether it be from people in your life, whether it be just from everything, go on a holiday, just stay at home for two weeks, whatever you need to do, sitting with yourself to understand what your mind and body truly need is really vital as a human, especially as an overwhelmed human. Everything else really can wait. Nothing is ever that serious. Your mental health is so much more important and be expressive again to people and be like, I just really need some time out. I need to have some space and just focus on your needs because it's very important. Again, this is a really great time to journal and to get a little bit spiritual, do some card pulling, do some meditating. If it's maybe when you're in a bit of a limbo between jobs or between relationships, these are times where you can just really surrender to what you need as a human, you will learn about yourself quite deeply in these times because you're breaking off from everything else going on. You're like disconnecting these energetic cords and it lets you have time to call back your power, get back in your own body, in your own mind and remember who you are and what you need to move forward. Fifth and final tip is Life is full of cycles and seasons. You're going to have lows. It's inevitable. You're going to have a breakdown sometimes. You're going to feel stagnant and like you're not moving. And you're going to experience a lot of time where you're not feeling inspired, especially if you are creative. And you have to remind yourself that that's temporary. That's a, it's a pivotal moment because a season or cycle is ending and you have to just feel it let it go and or process it and then let it go because what it means is it's leading you to a breakthrough bigger than you could have imagined it's an awakening it's an up leveling and bigger ideas and dreams and energy like fruitful energy is going to come through you once you've broken through that and that's something that's happened to me multiple times this year so every time i kind of have a bit of a low patch i kind of just think this is a little bit exciting, as shit as it is, and as low as you feel sometimes. You've got to remember that it's going to just lead you to something better. Like, imagine if life was good all the time. We wouldn't ever appreciate it because we don't know what it's like to have low patches in our life. So it's very humbling, it's very grounding, but it's very exciting also because it just, it's literally processing things and making room for new things. So it's bloody exciting, a new cycle and a new season. And if you're really in tune with yourself, you will know when that's coming. I actually literally always know when something's coming. Let's flash back to the numbers, angel number episodes. Like if you're seeing repetitive angel numbers, you're probably going through a bit of a spiritual awakening, especially if you're seeing number five, five, five. That means change. If you're seeing butterflies this week, I've been seeing butterflies and I actually I've just thought I better share this. Was at a cafe yesterday and I'm always just so intrigued when I'm at cafes and there's like little knick knacky things around so I saw this book and it had a butterfly on it I don't remember what it was called but I opened up to this random page and this was the quote now is the time live fully and gloriously in the ever-present glorious now and behold me in everything expect a miracle expect miracles upon miracles to come about and do not limit it in any way the more open you are the better for their is nothing in the way to stop the flow. Miracles are simply laws in action. 
flow with these laws and anything can happen. This is what is taking place at this time. The floodgates are open. There is nothing in the way to stop the flow. Be not alarmed, but dance and sing for joy and give eternal thanks and gratitude as you see my wonders and glories all come about. What a amazing reminder to ensure that there is endless abundance of miracles, opportunities, and amazing things ahead of us and that we need to not limit ourselves or let our doubts define us. We are so deserving of this stuff. We are so capable. That's why we have these opportunities come to us and we are worthy. You are more than enough and you always will be. Now let your imposter syndrome be your biggest hype up and go and get it. You got this. Please feel free to share this episode with someone who you know might need to hear this.